Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It's our old boy Travis. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, boy. That, 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 that's just a- I mean, we ain't friends. We ain't talked in a while, but I've had some very fun times with Travis. <laughs> I really have. I mean, just talking to him. Yeah. I mean, stories back and forth went down the dial when he used to come up there. So, anyway, the uh, reason I played that. But first, Sam and Greg on this 18th day of February, Saturday morning, Sports Radio 929 The Game. We say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And good morning to you folks in Palmetto. Wonderful. Palmetto. Yeah. You didn't expect that one, did you? That's as far as you can go, just about in well in. Don't say the runway again. No, no, count. This is down way. This is south of the runway, and 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 uh, Fulton County should be in Fulton County because next Coweta County is like, like down the block, you you know. So you right up against the county line down there, Palmetto. Okay. Yeah. Happy fifty eighth birthday, Dr. Dre. Wow. Yeah, I was gonna do this and play the next segment and do that thing, but I played it earlier. We played like some of Dre's music, so. I wonder how he celebrated his birthday tonight. A Saturday night, you're him. <laughs> you, you've got his bank account. Yeah. You've got yeah. his family members. You have I – mean, is, is this one of those where he just, like, stays at home and probably, does nothing? Probably, or, or probably. blows it out. Maybe he waits a couple of years until so he hits that big one. Yeah. What is, as we sit and talk about birthdays, when – all right, everybody did what they did yesterday with Michael. What's the highlight for you of his 60 years? And is it personal or is it something that you watched? Because you have the opportunity. You might have covered him. It could be something, some kind of connection there. Um, is it something personal? He threw personal? a towel over my head once. He did? Yeah. Okay. See, that's what I'm talking about. Where yeah. was? How, how did that happen? <laughs> yeah, well, how, you can't just say that like you just went well, down to the parking lot. Michael did. Jordan was there. He probably, some other people probably threw towels over their Where head, Where was this and how did that happen? I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm, I'm living and working in North Carolina, which is his. All right. His home and Greensboro. So he has a lot of friends down in Greensboro. And off season, he would come, a friend of his who now still works with him. Talk about learning the right coattail to hold on to. Okay. He, he still works with him now in Charlotte. Um, but he would have a basketball camp during the summer. And the camp would always end with a basketball game, a pickup game right. of NBA guys. And when you think of NBA guys who probably play a lot of them, played their college ball, Duke, North Carolina, NC State, Wake Forest. And some of their friends. This is the off season. You'd have a pretty good collection of guys that would come in and play this pickup game. Right. Uh, Don Staley came out there and played with a one. You were telling me about that, time. and that yeah. was fantastic when she, she came. When she put, came to broke somebody's ankles. Oh man, she was a, she was a, she was incredible. <laughs> She's out there with those guys, and she had a blast. But they had me like as a celebrity coach to a team, and I had to go to work. And so they said, "Well, you know, you got to do something to leave, but you got to do get yourself kicked out the game." And so I, so I, I said, That's what? So true. That's it, so true. Get, get, yourself, get yourself kicked out of the game, then you can leave. I, I said, I was okay, so I'm with the ref. Something happened with the ref, and I get up in the ref's face and get to the routine. He says, all right, you can go. You're out of here. You know what? 
And as I leave, as I leave Jordan turns around and gets a towel and puts it over my head. Now, somebody has that picture somewhere. No, I never got the photo, but he put he just dropped the towel over my head as I walked Look out. Look at that. See uh, that? All right. Well, that's so a good one. That's 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 know. a good one. Yeah. Mine was from uh, mm, State. I don't know sure if it was State Farm or the other one yet. But anyway, it was the it was at a Hawks game years ago. Heck, it might have been the Omni. To be honest with you, but um, not nah, was it the Dome when they were playing those games? Playing in there. the games in the Dome. And yeah. I went down there and waiting before the game. I wasn't covering the game, but I had those 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 connections that we have we make over the years, and so I wanted to go. Oh, I'll tell you what, the station had four tickets. Okay. And we could not give them away. I was the only one that grabbed them. The ju- remember, this them was a, this was a rock station, so basketball. And even though he was Michael Jordan, it was it didn't right around. Yeah, yeah, they just they weren't feeling it. And it's like, okay, I'll take them, <laughs> which I did. Anyway, I'm I had some friends. What was that brother's name? I know you know who I'm talking about. Charlie used to work for the Hawks. Um, not young, but Smith, Charlie Smith, I think it was his name. He was sitting while the, the, the Hawks were literally warming up. They were out there. I was talking to him, and then I sat on the on the chairs. They'd either were, were it was before the game. Some were warming up. Some were in the locker room. So we were sitting on the bench or on the on the chairs talking. I'm on the left side because that's where the Hawks sat. Okay. The visiting team was on the right side. So he's all the way at the other end of the, of the court. He's sitting there tying his shoes. And so he's leaning forward, tying his shoes. I leaned forward all the way at the other end. And you know how you, when you wave at somebody, but you just use your fingers and you kind of do this up and down, you just twiddle your fingers like, like little kids would do? Right. Just to, it's because it's kind of a joke thing. So I leaned forward and I put my hand out and I locked eyes with him. Or actually, I just started doing it. And I had my hand out, and I'm waving at him with just my fingers, and I got my hand out, and he looks down and he sees me, and he does the same thing back. So there are he's at one end of the court, yeah. and he's finger waving yeah. me back, yeah. and I'm waving at him, and that's my, that's the memory I have. He let you know he saw you. Yeah, and it happened while he was wearing 45. Oh, yeah. so and I have one of those jerseys, believe it or not. 45. Yeah, just for the hell of it, you know. Because that's the other. That's the other. Yeah, car. that's the one. Yeah, that, when he that's came the back other car in his racing team. Yes. You know, one's 23, the other's 45. Those are his numbers and tribute to Pops. Yeah. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. Uh, it is uh, Sam and Greg here on this Saturday. We're going to be done here in just about an hour or so, but we will be back with you tomorrow morning, 6 to 10. That's usually when we're on. Yes. 6 to 10. So we'll be with you tomorrow morning. I want to get into something, get your thoughts on what you heard this past week. And this is one of those areas of sports that I didn't think was possible because gambling just. Got into sports. They were just welcome in. Let's put it that way. They were just welcome in. It's been we were, around. It's, yeah, it's been yeah, around. It's so been I say around now. Yeah, the, you know. the, the door was held open for them. Yeah. Right? And they came in. But then we get news this past week in Major League Baseball with Bally's. It's Bally Sports. You hear about this? Oh, if you guys did not hear what's going on with the owner of the broadcast rights for 14 Major League Baseball teams. Yeah. Reportedly on the verge of bankruptcy, the league is gearing up for some new responsibilities. Rob Manford talked to reporters on Wednesday saying that if Diamond Sports Group, the company that runs the nationwide array of Bally Sports Networks, misses its payments to clubs, those clubs will indeed terminate their agreements, at which point the league would be uh, then they're going to produce those games itself. Here's the deal, though. That ain't going to be as easy as they say, but Diamond Sports, they're going to miss a $140 million interest payment triggering a 30-day grace period. 
Anyway, there's all this stuff that's going on, but you wonder what Major League Baseball is going to do. So here's what Rob Manfred said. Here's the, uh, what the commissioner said about this situation. We've been really clear that if Diamond doesn't pay under every single one of the broadcast agreements, that creates a termination right, and our clubs will proceed to terminate those contracts. In the event that Major League Baseball stepped in, what we would do is we would produce the games. We would make use of our asset, meaning Major League Baseball Network, to do it. We would go directly to distributors, meaning Comcast, Charter, the big distributors, and make an agreement to have those games distributed on cable networks. I say this because people who buy, and there's one of them in my house, who buy the MLB package for the, the Tigers, that's broadcast on, you know, Valley Sports Detroit. Right. That's going to be a problem if this just don't get worked out. And where are those games going to be seen? So that's that's Valley. This is one of 14 teams that have that connection. And the Tigers, I know, are one. What the Braves and, and, and their connections will do here, because we know that's done here too, is, is kind of a wait and see. But I'm just saying, when I heard this this week, I was like, I ain't heard no casinos going under or, you know, gambling places going under. That was news to me. Yeah. <laughs> just thinking, they get all the money. Using. What do they say? The house always wins. True. But this agreement is teetering with the guy who's at the helm of this possibly filing for bankruptcy and what that's going to mean, you know, the collateral damage of this. And and that was the story that hit me last week, and I was just curious of what you thought on it, had you heard all of it. But more importantly, you know, we talk about baseball not being a national pastime now, it's sort of morphed down into like a regional sport. It's all about the team in your area. You know, now, you know, ESPN throws on the what, Monday night and Sunday night games. I'm sure they got a Wednesday, something they do yeah, too. Yeah. But of the four major sports, I think that it's fair to say that people look at baseball being more, while a national sport, more connected locally and regionally. Is that fair? Um, I would say. I- Possibly, you know, that, that, that is that when it comes to us, we only got one team in our region, you know, but when you talk going up the East Coast, you really do have, if you go so far, you got the different teams in the Midwest mm-hmm. um, and in the West Coast. Those, and that. So, I mean, that's, we're just kind of in a pocket here in Atlanta. Yeah. It's the Braves and there's nothing else that's close to us. It's different. Um, this happens as we get word of who's going to succeed uh, Chip Carey. Uh, yeah. Brandon Gowden who had been the voice of Georgia Tech uh, and left for a time is going to be getting that going to be getting that position with with Valley Sports South and mm-hmm. like I said right now it's a brace. We'll see how this goes along. Does somebody else does does someone else here in town become a player uh, in that or is you know it's over air broadcast or will it just go to be, being streamed? Um, it's amazing to see. Yeah, you're right. And, and how that plays out. Because there are a lot of options as far as that goes. You know what I mean? So oh. we, we'll see, you know, what happens and what they plan to do to uh, to reach out to people. Uh, Where was that? It would also be also be seeking flexibility on the digital side, too, so yeah. that when you look at MLB TV, you'd go in, you can uh, buy your out-of-market package like you always have. So anyway, they're going to try and keep us as, as, as easily as possible to see those teams out of network. My question is, it's going to be kind of interesting. Like, I don't know what the situation is in a, in a two team city. Now we know the Yankees are on the yes network, but I, I don't even know how they connect. They're not, they're not connected with Bally's are they? Or maybe the Mets are, you know, I mean, I don't know those, don't those know. Two, three cities, uh, New York, Chicago, LA, with, the two, with teams. two teams, 
you know, if Ballas has got one team and don't have the other, what that's yeah, it's just going to be strange. But anyway, we're getting ready for Major League Baseball. That's the bigger picture, right? Yeah, it's right around the corner. The weather's here. The teams are down in Florida, and the pictures I've seen down there they look great. Look like you know it's nice and warm. <laughs> Get ready to, to play some baseball down there. Um, it's that week that I always remember. I always look forward to because well, when the Braves were in Orlando at that time, and Daytona Beach was right down the road. Spending a lot of time on I four. One day you one day you be at baseball, the next day you're down at the track, and both of them were kind of going on at the same time. It's a you lot had, of fun. And it's, it's sad too because we had a place we could have stayed. Yeah. If if I have to sell Pop's house. Oh man. Yeah, we were right we were right there too. And, and by the way, the people that bought that house a year ago are selling it. What? And they not doing it because it was a fixer up. They're getting a divorce. Oh, oh yikes! Came in there and, and, and did all things. Folks, 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 I didn't say it. their names, are, and I don't know them. They took my daddy's house. Yeah, I was telling them, they ain't gonna live there no more. So good, get your behind out. <laughs> but thanks yikes. for fixing it up. Yep. <laughs> it's Sam and Craig. We are gonna talk college basketball next and talk about a game that's being played tonight that you should, if you have the opportunity, tune in on. Not because you care about the teams, but why they're um, doing it and how they're gonna pay tribute. That is tonight, but Deshaun Tate is up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this 18th day of uh, February. You know what this is? Who is that? I don't know. You don't? (laughs) No, I don't. Oh, I thought for sure you knew that (laughs) was. No, 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 I didn't because this is Max. This is a Max special. Who is that? Definitely, it said shakedown. I'm like, okay, and then it sounded like heavy rock. I'm like, okay, oh, you this went is to the Greg song Speed instead of the right artist, here. right? Yeah, it said it just literally just put shakedown, no, no, and then I played it. I'm like, okay, you didn't go for the artist though, right? You just wrote the song. What was the artist? It doesn't matter now. Let's bring our, let's bring our guests on <laughs> because because hey, but you know what? That wasn't bad, right? No, that's yeah, good. that wasn't that's bad. Good. That wasn't bad. Good. It was that's just kind of pleasure. I All like right, it. There you go. I like it. Let's bring our guests on here. Deshaun, how'd you like that little a little blues on this Saturday morning? Did you like team minus team minus he eleven he days? He the countdown listening. is on. He, he ain't even listening, Sam. Yeah, no. no matter what we that's say, the only thing we, that we, that's <laughs> the only thing that matters right <laughs> he ain't now. Ain't even listening. Minus <laughs> eleven days. Deshaun Tate joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine game. Folks, it's him. Folks, There is nothing else in life other than basketball for this young for this man, which is why we have him on, um, Deshaun. We're going to talk about the, the state of college basketball. We're going to talk about whatever it is that has got your interest. Uh, well, I know what one of the things is, but I want to talk about what's happening tonight. And I want to talk about it in, in a way that it, I was re- received to me because of what's going on in the bigger picture. Now, for the, those of you in our audience, Michigan is playing Michigan State tonight. They're playing the game in Ann Arbor, Sam. The folks in Ann Arbor, Michigan, University of Michigan, are doing what decent people do in programs and just people who are paying attention to acknowledge the tragedy that took place earlier this week with what who they believe is kind of like their little brother in Michigan State, all right? And they are doing it up with all the bells and whistles, changing the colors within uh, Chrysler Arena, all of that stuff. I think it's Chrysler Arena, um, that – to make them feel a certain kind of way because of this game tonight, because of the tragedy, as I said, that took place last week. The thing for me that makes it unique is that while this is going on on one hand on the basketball side, you still got Michigan as a university 
going after Michigan State and them players who, by the way, are jumping like roaches when the lights come on into the transfer portal to get away from that program after what happened this past season in that tunnel where they assaulted that Michigan player. And people are trying Michigan as a university trying to get them dudes arrested, trying to make sure they're, you know, no longer play football. So you have this weird dichotomy going on, you know what I mean, with the two sports of these two universities going on. So having said that, uh, as I bring Deshaun on, who is a you won't find a bigger Michigan State supporter. No, you his, won't. Faint named his daughter um, after the arena. And and as you sit and get ready for this game tonight, do you have sort of mixed emotions about what's going on in the backdrop of it? Absolutely. And you're lucky I didn't have a son or I would have named him Michigan. He would have been Michigan Tate. But seriously, no, no. Um, On a a more serious note, it is going to be a a large range of of emotions, obviously. And two teams, needless to say, that, you know, don't like each other and all that other kind of stuff. And it's going to be interesting. And, you know, I definitely applaud, um, maybe for the first time, the people in, in Ann Arbor who are realizing that this is more about life. It's not just about the sport. It's not just about basketball, yet there is still a basketball game that has to be played between two teams that definitely need every win that they can get going into this time of the year so that they can be one of the 68. Um, But, um, you know, it was definitely a a very unfortunate, you know, set of of circumstances for sure. And, you know, it's, it's going to be a very emotional game, I'm sure, for, for everybody, and if you're just from Michigan or just whatever the case may be. Um, but, it, you know, it's, it's life taking its turn. You know, we have these different conversations and so forth, and forgive me for getting a little long-winded, but, you know, it, it, when this happens anywhere, you, you, you feel sympathetic and all those things, but it hits a little bit different when it happens in your backyard, and that's kind of how I yeah. feel, especially not living there anymore. And then last but not least, these are conversations that I wouldn't have had to have with another special little human uh, before, but now it makes me kind of think about these are conversations that I'm going to have to have with baby Breslin someday as we kind of prepare. Hopefully we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Hopefully not, Deshaun. But we're spending time on the waitforit.com hotline. This morning with Deshaun Tate. Always great to catch up with him, man. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at takes take hoops at takes take hoops uh, on on the Twitter, as he likes to say. Deshaun, uh, uh, right now we're kind of allergic to being number one um, nationally. Number one is not a nice thing to have, apparently, because you can't hold on to it. And you, you, somebody's can't wait to beat you. Yeah, that's true, and that's what we're going to see later on today when we see the Georgia Bulldogs, who we get it, was number one in, 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 in football. but And they've been having themselves a pretty darn good year this year uh, for all intents and purposes, considering the expectations or lack thereof for that team. And they're going up against the current number one, who that will change on Monday in Alabama. Not football, but basketball. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's it's uh, that that's going to be an intriguing game. But, yeah, number one is – flip-flopping around every which way. Uh, I would anticipate Houston would be the number one that we'll see on more uh, on Monday morning for probably at least, what, the third time, I think, this year. Uh, I think, you know, Purdue has lost, uh, like, you know, three of its last four or three of its last five games, somewhere in that range. They held on to number one for a while this year. So you don't want to necessarily be number one until it matters the most, and that'll be on April 3rd in Houston. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. 
Uh, listen, your thoughts on just the overall season this year. It's been a strange college basketball season from top to bottom. Yeah. On the court, off the court, I'm looking, in, I'm looking in the stands, I'm seeing Coach K, I'm seeing guys, you know, it just – it just seemed like a it, it seems like a weird year so far, and and your thoughts on it as we approach uh, well, which should be the best part of the college basketball season. Yeah, for sure, and it will the most anticipated uh, part of the season for sure. Um, I'll, I'll say this much: you still you still got Jim Beheim up there if you're still looking for somebody that's still coaching around and Bobby uh, Huggins and a couple others, but. It has been a little bit on the on the weird side a little bit. It almost kind of begs the question of who is the top coach now? You know, at you know, one point in time you'll say Roy Williams or Coach K or this guy or that guy, and you don't even have Jay Wright anymore who has hung a, a couple banners in the last handful of seasons or so. But, um, you know, I'll tell you, you kind of ask who, who is the guy? Is it, who is that? Who's that? Is it, who's that? Uh, you know what? And we're going to get back to this conversation about could this particular woman coach on the men's side? And that's Dawn Staley. Yeah, Dawn. A- absolutely, I absolutely believe if she okay. she she will be given an opportunity, if not already. But I could see her and her yeah. demeanor getting in some dudes' faces, and then respect. She's going yeah. to bust their ankles in practice. Then they're going to listen to her. <laughs> you know, she certainly got the resume to follow behind her. Um, and and like you were saying, like in, in terms of this year, you know, you um, it's 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 so weird because listen, we were just talking about teams being number one. North Carolina started the year number one this, this year, and, and we haven't seen them in the top 25 since. Um, and, and I would imagine they still got a little bit in their bag as they got on to a, a winning streak late last year. You don't want to count them out. But, um, you know, we were just talking about maybe even Houston. The Final Four is in Houston, for crying out loud. That doesn't happen too often where you get to play in your own backyard. So there's, there's a few teams I think are some, some, some certainly some contenders. Um, that I think is going to be right there. To get to the Final Four, I think just about anybody can do it, but to win the whole thing, I don't think there's as many as they will tell you that there will be. Spending time on the waitforit.com outline this morning with Deshaun Tate talking everything college basketball. And Deshaun, I got to talk to you about these guys going north of the city on I-75, Kennesaw State. Uh, They were 14 down to Liberty Thursday night. They come back to win that game. They got 21 wins now. And they're uh, all alone in first place in their conference. Talk about this team and how they've gained this momentum. And do you think they can make it through and, 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 and punch their ticket to the dance? I think they can. Um, you know, they've, they've been, like you said, playing well all season long. They've found a way to put some things together. And, you know, obviously, um, you know, the, the head coach, I mean, his resume kind of speaks for himself. He's been on here talking about, you know, his siblings and so forth, the success that they've had as a family, as a whole, in, bat, in, this, in the sport of basketball. And I think they're going to be right there, but don't forget they're also in a one-bid league. So no matter what they do during the regular season, you better believe that they better, you know, have all their I's dotted, T's crossed, even their lowercase J's dotted as well when it comes time for the conference tournament because that's when they're going to be needing to display the best brand of basketball uh, and continue to carry on from what they've done in the regular season so that they can get that ticket punched. Sorry about that. All right, before we let you go, man, we got to get your thoughts on All-Star Weekend on the NBA. Are you you watching any of it? Nobody, uh, not a ton of it because I'm not the biggest fan of it in comparison to what it used to be, but – I'll tell you one thing, uh, one or two things. The first thing, nobody owes Jose Alvarado a bigger apology 
than this guy. How he's about been it? How about it? Is this I mean, Georgia Tech right down the street, he's been incredible. So let me put that out there first. The NBA dropped the ball and picked the ball up twice. They dropped the ball with having the Rising Stars Challenge, okay, or Rising Stars game, and, and not having Victor Wimbenyama, the most anticipated guy that everybody wants to see who's definitely a rising star, not participating in it. But then they help themselves out by having the best game that I think of all of All-Star Weekend, and that's a celebrity game. Who cannot possibly enjoy that? You need a good laugh. Put the, put, you need a good laugh. Put the celebrity game up there and commentating the game being Charles Barkley yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and, and Bill Walton. That's what I say. Oh, yeah, man. That would be entertainment. That would be serious entertainment. <laughs> that would be big time. Sean, we appreciate you spending some time with us, man. Always great catching up with you. Now, how's the baby? Yo, yeah, tell us about the baby. How's the baby doing? Baby's good. Listen, I'm, I'm sending everybody off to Florida. Baby's going. Dog's going. I'm taking everybody down to South Florida so I can get some March Madness in peace. She can't wait for March. That's sure that's what all the crying has been about. <laughs> <laughs> what you got coming up that we can look for? What's, what, what's, on, what's on your site? What, what, what have you worked on? Well, I'll tell you one thing that's coming up. Here on 92.9 The Game, on March 12th, Selection Sunday, because, you know, that's the only thing that, you know, Sundays are about in this town, Selection Sunday, of course. You're going to get a chance from 6 p.m. until 8 p.m. breaking down all the brackets. Don't know who I'm going to be on the air with yet. Doesn't matter. We're about to get to it and make some radio gold. So make sure that you check that out on the 12th of Selection Sunday. Check at him. There That's he is. The there man. he is. See, you know, you picture me sitting with Jesse watching games. I'm picturing him with, with you know, his daughter sitting yeah. on me, schooling her with basketball. Oh yeah. Well, that's a good. You need to get a picture of that. <laughs> anyway, Deshaun Tate, as always, give him his, give him the give him his where he's social. Absolutely, Come on, Sam, absolutely. You're to be doing that. At Tate's take, we give it to us. There you go. At Tate's take hoops. T a t e s t a k e h double o p s. Where basketball lives. Find it anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Tell your mama, tell your grandmama, tell your baby mama. Yeah, all of them. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, Deshaun. As we say goodbye to Deshaun, let me remind you, we got college basketball action right here. Baylor at Kansas, pregame at 345, a tip at 4. And then tomorrow, if you can't get in front of a TV, we got North Carolina and NC State, 1245 pre, tip at 1, and then followed by Memphis at Houston. Right after game one. So that's going on tomorrow. So there you go. If you can't get in front of a TV, wow. we got you covered. We just we, we just slide to the left, Sam. We finish football action, yeah. go right to basketball. All right. Got you covered. And we got some Hawks games coming up, too, we're going to have for you. So don't go no place. Get in front of a TV if you can. But if you can't, we got you covered. Also, it's time to order your pine straw, too. I do mine last week. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, man, you got to get that long. West Cobb pine straw, shout yeah. out to you. Folks, hook me up. All right, we are going to turn things over to Chris here in a little while. Chris Thomas is going to take over top of the hour. But we got some more stuff we got to get to. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Sound familiar? (laughs) This was the shakedown I was talking about. For last segment. Okay. Because it's by Bob Seger. Mm-hmm. And where's Bob Seger from? Detroit. There you go. And we were talking again with Deshaun. Who, and with Deshaun, who's from Michigan, yeah. as they like to say. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 Game, 929thegame.com. We will be with you, back with you tomorrow morning in our usual set of hours. You know, this Saturday thing is going to be like an ebb and flow for a while. 
but we're going to be on. That's the key. We're going to be, we're going to be with you for some of the early morning hours. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Sometimes it'll start at 7. Sometimes it'll start at 8. Sometimes we'll end at noon. Sometimes it'll be 11. But either way, we're going to be with you on Saturdays. Sometimes it'll be two hours. Sometimes it'll be four hours. Yep. But sometimes it'll be like uh, three hours and a, and a quarter. And a quarter. <laughs> yeah, That's right. Yeah, we got, we, 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 got, we got them and them working, We got too, a couple right? hard network ends we got to get up and shut up on. Hey, look who's here. Uh-oh. <laughs> Coming in from down the street, round the corner, up the block, and he's going to be all yours in 18 minutes. But we've got him now. Chris Thomas, how are you, sir? How how how? Oh no! Hang on a second. Yeah, see, we gotta make sure Max can't see you, so he's on number two. We got him. We check one two. There we go. Give us a check one two there. Are we live? And he doesn't have. Okay, he's he doesn't now. have headphones. Oh, we are live. You can't, you, you can't talk to him. But how you doing? I'm doing great, guys. Another exciting Saturday morning. A little nippy outside. Yeah, but it's it is. a beautiful day. Yeah, it is. Nippy, it is. my. You know what? It's cold. Yeah, it's cold. <laughs> I asked the question before because I I find that when I talk to you about stuff, um. I, I sometimes take the shine away from what you're going to talk about on your show. I don't know that you're going to talk about this, but I am curious of your stance on it. And I didn't prepare this with you because I asked Max earlier, how would you, what category would you put somebody like Jake Paul in? Is he influencer or is he now athlete, given what you've seen? He is transitioning from influencer to athlete. That's kind of what I, yeah. He wants to be an athlete. And if he wins this next fight, I think he'll be 7-0. and with potentially four or five KOs, I mean, when do you start taking him seriously? That's the question, right? Well, mm-hmm. Max was saying it's the quality of the fighter that he's gone up against, which makes you turn your head and make the Scooby-Doo noise because a lot of people feel like he's taking the easy way out. Well, you can't start your career fighting, you know, Tyson in his prime, right? you got to work <laughs> your way up. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I, again, I was just curious what you thought there. Are you going to uh, give your – Final thoughts on the end of the NFL season and the Super Bowl and all that. You're going to talk about that? Yeah, of course. I or mean, referees more than anything. Well, you know. No, I, not yeah. the referees. You're going to be going to pile on the referees. That's what we talked about earlier. No. Is it fair, you know? No, listen, it, it was a hold. I know this is what people say. Oh, but it's the end of the Super Bowl, tight game, referees should have let it go. No, if it's a hold, it's a hold. If it was pass interference, it's pass interference. If the quarterback got sacked, then he would have gotten sacked. You got to play within the rules of the game, folks. That's how it is. I'm sorry. Sorry to be grumpy gills at 11:45 in the morning, but <laughs> that's just how it is, guys. Um, well, you got a question for him, there, Sam? Oh, I mean, lots of stuff this true. week. I'm thinking about. Wanted to just get his thoughts on. All right, you're the um, the, the one of the conversations that did take place this week, and we're going to get into somebody's back pocket. But we've been watching how Lamar Jackson's trying to get paid. And we all believe he should get paid. We can have a conversation about whether or not he should be his own agent or not. Um, but what we have seen from Jalen Hurts is the one I'm curious about where you think and what. I mean, is he going to surpass Patrick Holmes in that nearly with incentives $500 you know, million dollar contract? Or where would you place him right now as far as the other quarterbacks in the league and what he deserves? Oh, he's going to get his money, but I don't think it's going to be – Mahomes, even Watson type money. I think I think Hertz is a good quarterback. I don't think he's gonna be a top five MVP candidate every single year. Um his skill set is one that we've seen unfortunately diminish very quickly in the NFL. It's usually a bunch of good years in a row, and then you fall off a cliff. There's not a lot of evidence out there with the type of game that he plays and runs as much as he does 
that he's going to be able to do that for a decade, a decade and a half. That's my fear with a guy like Hurts. And look at Lamar Jackson. He couldn't finish the last two seasons because of injury, guys. You want to pay him $250 million guaranteed? That's the issue. And nobody buys a ticket to see a man on crutches. I get, I, no. I, 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 I get all that. I get all that. But I mean, if you bring in the right, you bring in a new OC in that's going to design some things and better take care of him. We'll see. You know, people keep saying there is a way to do it. We're still waiting to see it. Sam and I are going to talk tomorrow. I didn't bring it up today. Well, I'm going to ask you tomorrow. We'll get into the Eric Bieniemy thing and him taking that Washington job. We don't have time to do it right now, but I yeah, do want to ask. Man. I, I know we'll talk. Oh my we'll goodness, talk about right? that tomorrow. But here's why I'm going to end this on a positive note and 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 let Eric. I mean, uh, Chris, get ready for his show. He's coming up at 12 o'clock. As we sit here right now, the best quarterback in the NFC South resides in this city. Agreed. What do you say now that the dust has settled on this season? Just just commentary on the Atlanta Falcons, what we saw and what you'd like to see when training camp hits. Got to fix offensive line and defensive line. Yeah. If they do that in the draft and free agency, they should be the favorites, they should win double-digit games, and they should make the playoffs. He makes it sound simple. Don't he, though? That makes it sound simple. We, <laughs> but we, you could we, might we as well just throw in special teams, too. Yeah, right. You know, we got to do that. You want to see you want to see your tight end come back being healthy. That's the yeah. big thing you want to do. And line play is important. Your, your linebackers are important, too. You got some guys you want to see mature and grow up some. And, you know, what you got in your secondary. Because your, your secondary got dinged up a lot this past season as far as the Falcons. Yeah, you can't count on Casey Hayward being the guy to come back and start at that see, opposite that's, corner. That's yeah. the problem. See, if, if, if I'm drafting, if I'm Terry Fontenot, first round I'm taking interior defensive line. Second round I'm taking offensive line. Third round I'm taking cornerback. No exceptions. I saw this week that Kelvin Ridley was uh, was uh, putting his paperwork in for reinstatement, mm-hmm. which got me thinking about White House. And you talked about this um, quarterback situation. We started talking about that and how confident and comfortable we feel right now. We know we got a running game. My question is, well, it's not going to happen through the draft, but is there a free agent out there is this an attractive free agent destination for a wideout? That's my question. And because I think that once that happens, we got tight end situation. To we just need somebody to stretch the field and not have, even though he probably could do it, we don't want to put that on the tight end. I'm just wondering and asking you, do you feel confident this is possibly a free agent destination for a wideout? Yeah, because the targets are going to be there. Because one of the two guys you know is getting double covered, either Drake London or Kyle Pitts. So if we had a legit number two, which we did not have last year, they got the guy from Las Vegas coming in, and he was a complete bust. They let him go halfway through the season. If you can replace that production, the targets are going to be there. And with the way that the offensive line performed last year, get some new guys in there, I think your all systems go. All right. He said it all, didn't he? He's coming up with a whole lot more opinions in about 10 minutes. And I'm sure you got something <laughs> to say about Rihanna, too, in that halftime show. <laughs> That's Chris Thomas. He is going to be coming up here. Mr. Crenshaw and I, we are going to be, you know, just kind of getting ourselves ready. And this got, day. We want people to know what's coming up today. You got some Well, I mentioned happen. some of the two games. Okay, the two games are coming up. But yeah. also we got Tiger playing. And now that the, the, the round is complete, that was suspended. He has a tee time. Tiger tees off at 1.12. 1.12 p.m. Is, is his tee time today. You want to watch. As the show winds down, it's time for us to cover some of the things we haven't yet as we flush out some of the small stories we may have missed with Sam and Greg. Yo! Thank you, Max. He's got this, he got this thing down, man. Oh, man. Oh, I'm just telling you. There you go. By the way, just Mr. Crenshaw, did you know on this date that Mark Twain published Adventures of Huckleberry Finn? No. 1885. 
Do tell. He had lunch with Doc Brown and Marty McFly, and he went and put his publishing <laughs> place. H. Cecil Booth. Who? You ever heard of that name? Who? H. Cecil Booth. No. I, I've, I've said repeatedly, in the history of everything, there was a first day, right? This was the day. That's the guy who patented the first dust-removing suction cleaner. What? Yeah, basically it was, the, you know, that what, what's the thing? That, uh, what's that thing called? What's, what's that product that sucks them up? Dustbusters or not dustbusters? Okay, that, what's that one where you, yeah, yeah Swiffer? Okay, it's like the first Swiffer. Okay, all right, there we go. Uh, you were getting ready to do some local stuff here, and I kept his name out of my mouth, but I got to bring it up now. 1922, Kennesaw Mountain Landis. Okay, he quit his day job to focus on his new job, being commissioner of Major League Baseball. He did. He just stopped being a judge. On this date, yes, something happened. But I ask, I first ask you, do you know the name? of the person who is in the record books as being the youngest Major League Baseball player. You still Joe Nuxall? That's it. Okay. Yeah. Joe Nuxall. Mm-hmm. And today was the day that 15-year-old. 15, yeah, that's something you think about. Think about that. 15-year-old Joe Nuxall. And again, mind you, this is during World War II. This is 1944. Yeah. He signs with the Cincinnati Reds. Two days after finishing a high school basketball game. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Walter O'Malley bought Chavez Ravine on this day. 1960, future home of the Dodgers, $490,000. that all? Bought that, yeah. And again, you know where that is, too. Yeah. Seriously. Um, church deacon, Jimmy Lee Jackson. You know that name? No. Jimmy Lee Jackson was uh, the church deacon in Marion, Alabama, who was killed on this day, which led to the Selma marches, Selma to Montgomery marches. It was eight days later, but uh, he is, he's, it was his murder that spurned those on. That was 1965. 1978, the first Ironman triathlon. Could you do any of these for, forget about the miles that they do it. Could you do a mile swim, a mile bike, and a mile marathon in one day? Just go one mile. Wow. The bike? Yeah, mar- but but the marathon I don't know, but the the, the the bike I may be able to pull off. Yeah, all right. I no, you got to do at least one mile of each one of them in the same day. <laughs> Callie nine one one. Yeah, I know it. I know it. I know it. <laughs> Snow fell in the in the Sahara Desert on this day. It was actually noted. That's why you don't mess with Mama Nature. You just, <laughs> you just don't. Uh, birthdays on this day. Yep. We mentioned some of them earlier. Enzo Ferrari, yeah, Ferrari. You know, Ferrari Grand Prix and the racing team. Uh, Helen Gurley Brown did that one for you. Mentioned Travolta, Dr. Dre, fifty-eight years old. But um, you know the phrase, you know kind of where it came from. But the guy, George Gipp, would have been his birthday today. Ah, win one for the Gipper. For the Gipper right? He was the Notre Dame running back who died early, and they had the whole Ronald Reagan thing. Is it Reagan played him right? Yeah. People that we lost on this day, I find this amazing. Michelangelo died on this day, but his age. Michelangelo was nine, was eighty nine years old Ooh. when he died. This was like fourteen whatever. You hear about people from the thirties who don't get it past sixty because the, they didn't have the medicine back then. Yeah, yeah. He lived to almost ninety years old. That's amazing. It is. Um, and oh God, I'd forgotten about this till I just saw it. Two thousand one. You know who we lost on this day? Who's that? And I didn't know they we lost him on the same day. Eddie Matthews and Dale Earnhardt. Right, we're right close to Daytona. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, it was on yeah, this day, uh, 2001. We lost them both 22 years ago. 
Mm-hmm. Dale Earnhardt. Mm-hmm. He was 49 years old. Eddie Matthews was 69 when we lost him. Anyway, Sam and I, we're going to be back tomorrow. We got a lot of the stuff that's happening All Star Weekend. We're going to be talking about some of these college games. Uh, we're going to talk to head to Sean on today. We'll have Terrell on tomorrow joining us. But just like I said, just going through this is a weird time in sports. You know, like I said, football just ended. Yep. Even though we tomorrow will be talking about the XFL games yep, that, that premiere played, today. That played today. Also, there's NASCAR today. The Xfinity Series race is at five o'clock uh, today. Uh, Daytona, of course, the main event is coming up tomorrow uh, down at Daytona. Thank and you. if you can't get in front of a TV, Baylor and Kansas pregame three forty-five tip four o'clock right here. Miss Crenshaw, I'll see you tomorrow morning. Be there, headed okay. over to Georgia State at women's basketball two o'clock. All right, Max, great job today. Look, it as the first of many. Thank you. Thank we'll you. Great you show. At, you'll see you in the morning for the rest of us. Thank you for making us a part of your Saturday morning. Go out and have yourself a big day. It's Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And always take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.